What's up guys? It's uh, Wednesday, just 10 days out from uh, half marathon in Philadelphia. Um, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm, I'm on my way down the road to Phoenix. Um, 100, I mean, I told you guys it's 1,000 times, but I think it's like 135 miles maybe. Um, so easy, like it is. I, 120 of that's on the same road. So you just put the car or truck in a autopilot basically and it cruises itself down. Um, so yeah, no, going to see John today. Um, not like, I always planned to go, I went and seen him probably two weeks ago now. Um, and then I knew I wanted to get in after the like little trip to humidity. Um, just to kind of make sure everything is still um, probably sitting in a good place you know I, I talked last time about how you can you can like build more fitness but then if your body if something's not quite right if you read Haile Gabriel Salafi's book which I did a long long time ago like maybe when I was like 16 17 um, his agent talks about um, he, he his sprint finish wasn't as good as it normally is and um, uh, uh, must be the coach pretty close to him noticed like he was carrying his left leg a bit funny I think it was and it ended up being his left adductor he had a little issue in his left adductor and um, at that level um, whether there's cheating going on or not if everybody's doing cheating or whatever even at that level like biomechanically if something's sitting a little bit off you know it can be enough to just maybe cost you winning maybe you'll come second or maybe you'll come third and um, for me personally, it, like if you guys remember back to the start of this year, I said I put goals in place in January, February to correct a few things. Um, I then sort of like strengthened those goals in like uh, March, April because I found that I just got that stiffness and got to a point where it wasn't helping. Um, I, I didn't. I had no idea if it was going to work. Um, I don't. There's a there's a quote and everybody will know it or there's a, a saying and it's like like whatever it is it's like true insanity is doing the same things over and over again and expecting a different result um, and I'm not like that whatsoever so before every build up I always I always try to change something or look at improving something and I think this time round it was about getting my body moving better and you know. I, I think it's moving better and I think fitness fitness and body are starting to come in alignment you could say because things are starting to look pretty good but also there's if the worst thing to come out of all the yoga all the trips to John extra massage up in Flagstaff if, and more stretching like myself at home if the worst thing to come out of that is that I have a really um, consistent and solid 10 to 12 weeks this year um, or maybe longer, you know, there was a long period until March, April, and then April, May, although I wasn't sort of going that well, it was, I probably still averaged 60, 70 mile a week for that month or two. Um, so if the worst thing to come out of it all is some consistent training, that's not a bad thing whatsoever. Personally, I think it was a good strategy to put in place, i.e. improving those biomechanics, getting in the gym a bit more, 
less less strength oriented stuff in the gym and a lot more like activation and a lot more like dynamic stretching and we're trying to open my back up a lot it seems very stiff and tight through the thoracic and um when i sort of do work you open it up it ends up like pretty sore the next day um so no yeah a lot of this sort of a lot of all this stuff went into like the notes in probably february after houston marathon and i sort of swore that I didn't really want that to happen again where my hamstring locked up and it, it meant in my opinion I, I I didn't get a fair result for the fitness um, you have this engine and I think this engine could have ran faster but your body or your chassis or whatever just wasn't up to it so my my big thing was to fucking really improve that chassis and then the, the beauty of that is the more you improve your body and the chassis the more training you can do without getting injured, therefore your engine just gets even fucking better. Um, it's, a, it's a fucking cool, if you think of it from a mathematic perspective, it's a pretty cool equation. Um, the more efficient you get, the better, the stronger your body gets, and the less it's fighting itself, well, the le- less chance of injury, which means more training. Um, so now that's all been pretty good. I have no idea at this point how many like hours of yoga I've probably done. You might be looking at 15 weeks at this point of at least probably two hours a week you know and i might not sound like a lot but it's 30 odd hours of yoga that i otherwise hadn't done um now next probably week or two i'm going to try to up that a little bit maybe to three hours a week so three sessions per week um mainly as a i want to get in and out of philadelphia half marathon as like as clean as possible um, I, I don't want any niggles popping up after Philly. I don't want tight hamstrings. I don't want tight quads. I, I just want in and out, <laughs> dip it in, dip it out, get out of there. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to Philly. It'll be nice putting on the – I haven't raced a whole lot this year. You know, Houston, um, the Irish champs, um, and now Philly. That's fucked up, actually. That's very little racing at all. Um, I'm, I'm hoping there's going to be a few more races to come. So I'm hoping Philly half, um, Doha. And then I'm kind of like, I'm half targeting or thinking about targeting like the likes of the European Cross Country Trials and European Cross before Christmas. Um, and then um, looking at something like uh, Houston Marathon in January. Um, now, if for whatever reason... I was talking to a guy this morning. I was going to run Tommy Rivers, and he did the World 50K Champs in Doha. Um, and it was really interesting to talk to him because he was like, actually, the heat and humidity is like the least of your worries. And he said, because of how hot it is in Doha, the roads, they're not made of like cement or tarmac. They're like, he, he was trying to explain it as like when you're in a hotel and you've got this marble floor, like this really like, like really well, I don't know what the fuck you would call marble in terms of texture or like what you're running on but he basically said it's he found just just getting to like 10 mile of like this 50k his like quads were already starting to get smashed up um, and that's just from like the hard concrete but it was similar in Houston Marathon because America in a lot of places where it gets really really hot so like Arizona and Houston, like the south, like Louisiana, where it gets really piping hot, they use different, um, like they don't build, they build their roads differently so that it can handle the heat. And so 
you know, I maybe maybe some of the hamstring thing was what came down to the type of roads you're running on. And I know it kind of sounds stupid and like maybe over analytical or bullshit like this, but I mean, I, I think it's fact. Um, so yeah, Doha is going to be really interesting. And and back to like my point, I was really hoping I could jump in and out of Doha and, and maybe come out of it not super beat up because it's a bit slower. We're assuming it's going to be like 90 degrees Fahrenheit and maybe that's like 33, 34 Celsius. And like, you know, I didn't think the speed would be that quick. So I, I always link battered legs with speed. So I thought with the speed being a little bit less, um, you might get in and out of it okay. Um, but yeah, fuck, maybe not. <laughs> so I, I don't want to, I, I have, I have like, I'm not going to say joke, but like I, I was half tempted to jump in Dublin Marathon. Um, not like, it sounds, like I, I don't really give a fuck how it sounds actually. I was going to say it sounds a bit crazy, but honestly, it's the Olympics. So, um, if there is, if there is a sniff of a chance that I could perform well enough at Dublin that it would increase my chances of going to the Olympics, you know, I'll be there. Um, and I don't, I, I don't need to ask permission for things like that from anybody that's in my close circle and I'll discuss it with the people in my close circle, but, this is the Olympics. There is no, because of the way IAAF changed the whole system and the points and, um, you know, it's not, I'm a 214 guy. For me to bank on running 211.30 is uh, like what percentage, you know, you guys listen to this right now. I've got a percentage in my head that I'm thinking is about right. You guys know me. You probably know what I'm capable of. But the fact of the matter is I'm a 214 guy. So for me to just, bank on trying to run to 1130 i'm i i'm probably going to give myself like a 25 percent chance of doing that um and not because i don't have faith in myself or not because i don't think i can or it, it it's 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 a very there's very minimal gains in a marathon year to year um I, you know i've improved 90 seconds every year and there's been different reasons perhaps why i haven't ran faster but facts speak a lot louder than excuses so the fact of the matter is I've moved forward by about 90 seconds a year. What does that put me at? That puts me at 212 high. You know, you're still fucking 90 seconds away. Um, so, yeah, so, like, we'll see. Like, I, I'm not, like, I, I'm, I'm also a fucking dreamer, you know. I also have a lot of confidence in myself and a lot of self-belief. And, um, you know, I've, I've put, this is, even though I improve things gradually with each marathon cycle, maybe it's more miles. Maybe it's like a couple more long runs. Maybe it's a longer long run. This time round has been the most I've ever probably improved things because I've not only improved the consistency of the training, I've also been running slightly more. I've also been running slightly harder on easier days. And I've also been doing all the yoga, the saunas, a bit more time at altitude than normal. A, a lot of things have gone into this buildup. Um, smarter travel. Like a lot less, like, you know, last time before Houston, I had to do two long hauls home to Ireland. Last time before Houston, I got three sinus infections. So, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful. Um, a lot of self-belief, a lot of um, confidence. I, I, I love fucking pain. You know, it sounds like stupid, but I was supposed to take yesterday's hill session a little bit easier. Like, you know, I probably told you guys I was going to do that, but... Once I got to Bushy Park and I was, I had done a similar hill session 10 days out from uh, Houston Half Marathon where I ran 63, 17. 
So I was half kind of comparing it, and I felt way more powerful yesterday. Um, so that's a really good sign. So I didn't, obviously, for the half marathon, I was training for a half marathon. This time round, I'm training for the marathon. But racing a half marathon, so it's a lot different. I didn't, I didn't expect to feel powerful. <coughs> we drink a water. Fuck, I'm down here. Um, my fucking teeth keep falling apart. I chipped a tooth the other day. It pisses me off. And then I always fuck around with it with my tongue. Um, just give me a sec. I have a sip of this water. I don't want to crash. No, yeah, there was a lot of power that, you know, I haven't felt for a while. I was like, it's it's a really steep hill I use, so there's not a lot of speed. Um, like, I mean, I think I'm sprinting 30 seconds as hard as I can, and I'm running, like, like 5.50 pace. But it gets steep as fuck, and, like, I could just feel the power, and that was really exciting. I t- the first thing I text Haas was saying I was really powerful today, and I think before Houston I was, like, 6.15 pace or 6.10. That's quite, that's quite a big difference in, like, power over 30 seconds um, so there's a lot to be really really excited about um, but let's not blow Philadelphia out of proportion um, Philadelphia serves a purpose um, I'm going there to race a bit more because I haven't raced much this year um, I I wanted to it's, it's the conditions in Philadelphia are supposed to be similar to Doha and um, just not quite as hot similar humidity so the humidity sits around like 70 percent that time of the morning between 70 and 80 um and it's probably going to be around 65 fahrenheit to 70 fahrenheit at race time and um, i think you're looking at a maximum of maybe like 80 fahrenheit for race time because it starts at 7 30 in the morning so like it, it can only be so hot but Look like it's not going to be a 62 minute day. If I run 62 minutes in Philadelphia, I'm I'm a fucking legend. <laughs> like that would be a a really really impressive run. Um, because like my PB was was in like perfect conditions. So like when I went to Houston in 2017, it was it was it couldn't have been more perfect conditions. And I think my PB shows that. Um, and you know in the likes of a half marathon and a marathon, it's the conditions make a big difference. Course and conditions are two of the biggest things that lead to pretty fast half marathons. Um, so yeah, no, look, I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't think I could be better prepared. Um, actually, no, I, for a half marathon, I could be slightly better prepared. Um, in terms of consistency, I couldn't be better prepared. But like, of course, I could have done maybe like, you know, before the Irish champs, I did a couple of those like harder tempos and. Like, I, I got myself specifically prepared to handle the race that I was about to race. Um, you know, I've just been a fucking Louisiana, like, doing marathon sessions, like, draining myself in the humidity to kind of get used to running more miles in the, in the sort of humid conditions. And it's not that, like, it's not that marathon training and half marathon training don't complement each other. Like, I think they do, but you should... You shouldn't be able to run a huge half marathon PB in the middle of a marathon build-up, you know? Otherwise, you've kind of got the half marathon training wrong, or the full marathon training wrong, sorry. A lot of people that run well in the half in a marathon build-up end up not running very good in the marathon, unless their half marathon PB wasn't very good, in which case that's different, because then you can probably run it most weekends of the year um, if you get good conditions and a nice course. Um, 
so yeah, look, look, it's a, it's a fun time. Um, I, I, I am not necessarily like a preacher or anything like that, but I, I'm really grateful that things have worked out the way they did. Um, you know, I, Jackie Newton from Athletics Northern Ireland, I texted her after the humidity camp and those guys covered my flights to go down there and like they weren't cheap. Like you were looking at like 600 pounds or something. And, um, I never really know, Jackie, you know, I think like they don't, I don't like to promote like support that I get from various avenues because I don't want to put pressure on other people to like, like start emailing in and asking for their own levels of support, et cetera, et cetera. But there was a little bit of funds there for helping out with Doha and, like I told Jackie, that would really help. Um, the money that I um, the money hot, the, sorry, the money that I would have spent on Philly, I, I basically spent on upgrading my flight back from Doha, which seems like stuck up and posh, but it's the fucking Olympic year, you know? Like, like how many people are going to do the twenty odd hours travel from Doha and get sick or like get banged up legs because they've just ran a marathon? Um, you know what I mean? Like you, you have to be smart like this. So it was really good at Jackie to do that. And but basically, what I'm getting at is I just fucking pump everything back into running. So it doesn't matter to me. Like I just move the money that I have around. And if I have money from Under Armour or money from like Athletics Northern Ireland or Athletics Ireland, I just this year one of the other big focuses was the improved travel. Last year I got sick quite a few times traveling, and I think I like. You know, I, I'd never upgraded any of my tickets. And sometimes you get, not like, it's not super cheap to upgrade, but sometimes, like, it doesn't cost that much more. And, and the travel experience is just way different. You get far better food and far more, like, drinks. And, um, I, yeah, like, this year I've been really fortunate with travel. And my, my investment, like, physically and mentally and financially with running just keeps fucking increasing. Um but it's short-lived, you know, it's a short-lived career, and I I was chatting to someone yesterday, and I was just saying, like, I, I, I've i got back to the point where I can say I love what I do. I, I love I love that I chase something that I fucking love beyond, uh, it's mental how much I love what I do, and, like, I, I've, I've really found a niche appreciation for this sport, and, like, um, like good days and bad days. I, I fuck. I, I I appreciate bad days. Like that three times five mile and the humidity was. I I mean it was almost a bad day. I felt tired from the start. And um, I, I, I an Irish kid was there cycling with me, and I thought to myself, "Fuck sake!" Like you know, I wanted to drop out of the third five mile rep, and I I just thought to myself, like, what sort of example does that set? Like, well, you know, yeah, you're tired, but do you not think you'd be tired in Doha? And, this all happens really quickly and I make these decisions in my head and then I just roll my eyes and go, fuck, looks like we're finishing them. <laughs> and then, fuck it, I keep going. <laughs> and he, go, he, he said to me in the warm time, he said, yeah, you look a little bit tired in that last one. And I was like, fucking tired. I was bollocks. Um, but I, I, I appreciate it all. You know, the days, the days, see the Tuesday where I did the double session. What a fucking day. <laughs> it was the easiest day ever. You know, double session looks really good on paper, but it was fucking easy. Whereas the next day it was it was anything but easy or that Friday when it did the three times five mile it was a fucking nightmare. Um, so look, yeah, a lot to be excited about. Um, don't just listen to the words I say. Like you know, have a think about it yourselves. Like you know, is there something that you guys should be grateful for or 
um, are you beating yourself up a bit too much or are you um, you know getting angry with a training partner because they've maybe improved a little bit and you haven't or um, yeah just just this life you know we're living right now and I, and I just I need a sip of water I tweeted that the other day like I think a lot of people like I don't know they're waiting for something to happen like you know I, I something I've noticed I've got better at is I don't uh, I don't say I'll start Monday anymore <laughs> oh I'll start that next week oh I'll start that next week I I, I just fucking do it now because that's this is the time to do it. Because this is living. This is whatever you're doing on a daily basis right now is your life. You know, I watch uh, I watch like a show like The Last Samurai, and I fucking love The Last Samurai. And I, I see how careful they are about making a cup of tea, and they're really like they 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 treat even making something as simple as like a cup of tea. I know it's a fucking movie, guys. Like I, I get that, but this happens in real life. That people are just just way more delicate about living because again without trying to be like preachy preachy but life is pretty fucking delicate pretty precious and um you have no idea when your life is going to end or that like the person maybe sitting next to you or the person you go home to tonight or so like you you know you have to make the most of that um and and yeah like a lot of people maybe are guilty of not um because there's uh there's a daily, there's a daily thing from within that stops you from being truly happy because it's always thinking about like, you know, you run a PB instead of being like overjoyed, overjoyed even that you can just run, overjoyed that you have the money to enter a race, overjoyed that you have to support people around you to help you when you're running or whatever. Instead of being in that mindset, we're focusing on. You know, oh, I can't wait till I run faster. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what fucking Gary thinks when I break his PB in two weeks' time. And if you live in that, if you live in that mind space constantly, you almost live in a cycle of like torment because you're you're waiting to get somewhere that hasn't happened yet, rather than rather than just being present with where you are. And like I, I, I swear to God, I, I don't try to be like a preacher, but I, I have recently just tried to be a bit more like grateful for maybe like everything that I have and my body and the people that support me around me and and just my own intensity and my own effort that I give every day. It's pretty fucking cool. Um, but it's made me a lot happier. Um, and I, and I, I, I swear to God, I've laughed and smiled more recently than I have in a long time. And, um, it was my own, it was my own bullshit that I had to sort out. You know, it was nobody else's fault. It was just my outlook on everything in the world and what I was doing and where I wanted to be and all this sort of crap. But, um, yeah, not 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 much more I can say about that except for you know, if you are listening and you're saying you know like either fair play or whatever you're saying, try to relate it to yourself. See if there is anything that you know you could work on yourself or you know. You know, sometimes, remember I talked about the accountability mirror? The accountability mirror for me had to come out recently and, you know, I had to look in this accountability mirror and be like, is the problem you? Are you the issue? You know, when I'm talking about it's really difficult to make Flagstaff my home, like what the fuck is difficult about making a really beautiful place your home? It's, I'm such a lucky little fuck, but I'm like, and and so the problem was me. The problem wasn't Flagstaff. The problem wasn't the people in Flagstaff. The problem was me. 
Um, and, I, and I love that. I love that, like, self, self-analysis self or whatever. And it's not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, like, uh, people are just afraid to show weakness or afraid to, maybe it's, like, fear to feel or fear to appear weak or whatever. Everybody wants to be perfect and everybody thinks they're perfect all the fucking time. The second that you allow yourself to be vulnerable, you just set yourself free. It doesn't fucking matter. Basically, what you're telling yourself is, I'll make mistakes, but I'll learn from them, and I'll move forward, and I'll, I'll move on. And that's that's a beautiful fucking position to be in. That means, like, I can go to world champs, and I can come fucking dead last, and I'll do an interview after that race, and I'll, I'll smile, and I'll laugh, and I'll go, fuck, I didn't play like the way I wanted it to. You know, and, and I, I can't explain what it's like to be in a place like that. And that's not... You know, it's not unwillingness to work hard. It's not unwillingness to dream big. It's just, it's just being okay with whatever happens because we can't always control what happens. There's people traveled to London World Champs and ended up getting some virus a couple of days before. Some people didn't compete. Some people did compete but didn't compete very well. It wasn't their fault. They got food poisoning in the hotel, the race hotel. So, yeah, like, I don't know where I'm going with that, but um, I hope you pick some value in what I say. Um, and and honestly, I, I've worked really fucking hard recently, like like far harder than before. Um, maybe that's what's put me in a, a, a good mindset, and I've taken care of the little things. And I, I didn't even want to go to John's today, and I texted Haas a couple of days ago. And I said, you know, I've traveled a lot, came back from Louisiana. Like, what do you think? Do I go down or do I not go down? And John's a fucking legend, first and foremost. Um, I, I really read people that are really, really skilled at what they do, and John, like, without being like, I'm, I mean, I'm not homosexual, but yeah, it fucking excites me how good he is at what he fucking does. And and anyone that's super intelligent or super good at what they do, like, I, I, it's, I, I'm really impressed. You know, I just think it's amazing. I love people that dedicate themselves to their craft. John doesn't work hours. John works till the job's done. And I, I, I admire that. You know, someone that's just dedicating their life to something to help people. And, um. But yeah, I mean, I, I just wasn't sure. Sometimes I question whether it's, you know, the travel and blah, blah, blah. But then I said to Haas, I was like, I, I don't think I've ever regretted not going down. And it was just laziness. You know, I just didn't want to do the drive. That just came down to being a lazy fucker. So I talked myself in that, you know, get down there, get looked at, go home and have a good dinner and go to sleep and wake up tomorrow. And you'll be delighted that you did go because maybe if I went four times before Houston, you know, Goodness knows what I would have ran at Houston. And so I just won't fucking make that mistake again. All right, I probably will, but I'll learn from it. Like I've just talked about, I'll, I'll try my best to sort it out next time. Um, but listen, guys, it's, it's been a pleasure to um, chat to you all. And, and like I said, I hope, hope you gained something insightful from it. And um, yeah, if you can relate or anything, just um, yeah, relate it as best you can to yourself.